0: And hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, the 7th day of January 2021. My name is Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, Big J. Yeah. What do you think of the season finale hey. of America, Big J? No, no, no.
1: No, that's unfortunate. It's not the finale. Okay? This is the season premiere <laughs> of 2021. Ugh. 2020, hold my beer. will cancel it. Cancel yeah the show. Yeah, I watched all day, dude, on uh on TV. I know I was seeing you live, tweeted as it went on. And it was uh I only tweeted twice, but I am kidding. Unbelievable, man. I just ugh.
0: Yeah, dude, it's it's really hard. It's hard uh, on a day like today, where you know, as a show, we cognitively and consciously choose to ignore most political yeah, things. Can't ignore this because it's it just you, you. There's so many different places you can go for that kind of stuff. We want to be this weird respite for that, but when something like what happens yesterday goes down, and it's just chaotic and insane and all sorts of things come to mind, it makes it really difficult to go, okay, how do we, uh, you know, tap dance around? <laughs> yeah, there's no tap dancing around what happened yesterday. No, no, it uh, was not a good look, uh, and uh, and I, I don't know, man, it's, uh, it all got, I guess, technically resolute, resolved around 3 o'clock in the morning our time yesterday, when Congress said, okay, enough already, everything's done, and officially um, confirmed the election. So and then you know Trump actually conceded yesterday. So there's that, but I don't know. I don't know what the next step is to be. Perfect. And who
1: knows what that means because I, I just you know you know i, I it's it's uh, I don't know. We're just gonna have to hold our breath here for a little bit. We got two weeks left in uh, his administration, and who knows what could happen.
0: It is uh, interesting times, to say the least, but uh, in the meantime, we actually do have other things that we have to get to over the course of the show today. Big J will have a nerd alert for you uh, talking about the world of gaming and technology. Uh, We have some phone issues this morning. We're going to try to get them resolved by the time we have things like Pop Culture Smackdown and Bad Impressions, because we still have some Avatar concerts to give away, so we want to do that as well. But you know what? Uh, We're nothing if not, uh, you know... Adapting and overcoming things. Yeah, call show. Nick's cell phone. Here's his number. <laughs> exactly. We'll patch it through. I'll put the cell phone onto the microphone, and that's how <laughs> we'll do this. No, we'll uh, we'll figure out like the text line or something. Yeah, does the TDS fiber text line work right now? Uh, it should, because it is it connected to our internet, which is currently I'm functioning right now. But yeah, it's uh, there. Our Anyways. phone line is uh, is currently down, but we'll figure it out. We that's what we do on this show. We uh, we we see our problems in front of us, and we find ways to uh, scotch tape ourselves around them <laughs> so that the thing still actually executes itself. Some important stuff on the way, but we also play music on this show. Damn it, music like Bush. It's chemicals between us here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Launch newsfeed on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We well, didn't get to talk about this earlier this week, but it probably shouldn't surprise you that even though the calendar turned to 2021, something remained the same. And it seems like people still want to move to Idaho in the new year, you understand? Yeah. The 2020 National Migration Study, one of your favorite reads, which is conducted by United Van Lines, is the nation's largest household mover, and it ranked Idaho as the number one moving destination of 2020 and looking forward to 2021. Now, last year, more residents moved to Idaho than moved out of Idaho, with uh, 70% of moves coming inbound. And additionally, there's one thing that you need to remember. When it came to people that moved here in 2020, 75% of people that moved to Idaho moved to the Boise area, which van lines kind of classified as something that is within 30 minutes of driving range of the city's capital. Sure. So. Uh, everybody that's moving here is moving in this particular area. You understand? Yeah. And so uh, that's also important. It's not like people are coming here and like moving to Weezer or something like that. You know, they're they're trying to find the Boise, Idaho location. Hence why the housing market here is so crazy and insane and uh, still difficult to find a uh, place to, uh, to I guess, hang your hat. That's somewhat affordable if you're looking for these days. But Idaho, once again, looking forward to 2021, the number one inbound state in the United States, South Carolina, number two, Oregon, three, South Dakota, four, Arizona, rounding out the top five. But once again, Big J kicking off 2021 on the top of another list, and it's about people moving here, which is a uh, a touchy subject to some. Yeah. As long as I guess you're not moving from California, question mark? Is it okay? Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen any other, like, <laughs> no- Nebraskans, get out! <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no other state animosity. Uh, here, much like there is California, but uh, give us some time. We there's plenty of hate. Yeah, they will make the stickers. Don't worry. Orlando Magic and former number one uh, overall pick Markel Fultz will miss the rest of the season. He tore his ACL in his left knee last night in the game against the Calvin Cleveland Cavaliers. He was hurt just minutes into the game, and actually, which is unfortunate because he was kind of considered a pretty big bust when he was drafted by the 76ers. But when, since he's got traded to the Magic, he's actually been playing pretty well. And uh, that's going to do it for the year for him, unfortunately. Surprising no one, Trevor Lawrence declared for the NFL draft yesterday. He made a nice, fun little uh, pre-produced up video and released it on social media thanking Clemson. The 21-year-old junior said he feels like he's a man now, Big J. And as a man, he's ready for the NFL. Is he ready to lead the Jacksonville Jaguars to somewhat prominence? Do you think he's going to be good or is it going to be a bust? I mean,
1: I, I have no idea. And neither does anybody else no no i mean
0: <laughs> i feel like he's walking into a joe burrow situation if that makes sense i think he's a hell of a football player but there's I a lot of issues around a major him. knee injury well i god i hope not uh but probably right know, away you know i'm just worried about the weapons that he has and uh and it's tough to make an impact in the nfl if you've got nobody playing for you but uh you know can you name a jacksonville jaguars defender anybody on defense no Oh wait right i mean that's my point there's so many holes in that team that Trevor Lawrence Ramsey. Oh. Uh, no, is going to have some issues as he goes forward. Hey, Big J, Spider-Man's going dry this month, or at least he did for a little bit. Uh, Tom Holland was talking on Twitter about his struggle with dry January, which, of course, as you know, is the annual practice in which participants choose not to drink for the month. And Tom said he lasted about 12 hours before he had to have a drink. So are you OK with Spider-Man being an alcoholic? Sure. As long as it doesn't affect his
1: own problems, whatever everybody got a problem.
0: As long as it doesn't affect him saving the city, you're cool with Spider-Man hanging out with a. Well, Tom
1: Holland's got a problem,
0: not Peter. Well, no, they're not going to write it in. Well, we don't know what they're going to do, quite frankly. Uh, In Spider-Man three, they may very well write in the uh, the dry January plotline. I'm not sure, but either way, uh, he's doing okay and he's having some fun with it, having a little bit of jokes. So that's all good. Morning after with Nick and Big J. First round of important stuff in the proverbial can. Jay's Nerd Alert on 100.3. The X rocks. Uh, Nick, in one of the more hilarious
1: uh, stories I've seen in a little bit, uh, a survey sent to owners of next-gen Xbox consoles is querying whether users would appreciate the features of the PS5's DualSense in their X or S controller. As reported by TechRadar, the console experience survey asks owners whether they think the Xbox Series X feels next-gen, and later asks whether they feel like they're missing out on peripherals department. Quote, I am aware of features on PlayStation controllers that I wish were on the controller that came with this console. Hmm. Uh, This is, of course, referring to PlayStation 5's DualSense, which offers adaptive triggers for simulating resistance and provides precise haptic feedback with the goal of increasing immersions in games. By comparison, the Series X controller wasn't too much of a jump from the last gen despite the addition of features like dedicated share button and texture triggers uh, and and so I, I mean i think that that uh, the idea of the dual sense is, is awesome and so that seems like a no-brainer stupid question to ask if if you're me because it has me interested in a playstation 5 but i, I probably won't go down that route uh, you can use that dual sense um playstation 5 controller which is far more readily available nick than the playstation 5 itself I have a friend that has two of those controllers still waiting for APS. Yeah, you can use them on PC, and the adaptive and the haptic feedback works with some games. So that's something to keep in mind uh, if you want to go that route. So there you go. If, uh, if you're one of the people that are still watching Netflix on the Wii U and the 3D, uh, uh, 3DS, <laughs> your time is done. You'll have two fewer options to watch Netflix starting later this year. The company's announced plans to stop supporting the Nintendo Wii U and 3DS starting on June 20, or, uh, June 30th, 2021. And if you already didn't have the app on these devices, now it's too late. Uh, also, uh, there's about
0: a, a gajillion other things you can watch it on. Can you imagine if you were still watching your your like you was the only way you had the ability I, I to watch Netflix? I don't know, uh, but hey, you know, way to stick with
1: your uh, with your horse. I like you. Yeah, uh, Nick, CES 2021. Um, uh, it's going to take place all online, oh. uh, January 11th through January 14th. And events are scheduled throughout each of these days. It kicks off the keynote presentation from Verizon CEO and Chairman Hans Vestberg on January 11th at 4:30 p.m. Mountain Time. While much of the news of, uh, for CES 2021 is being kept under wraps, we do already have some companies teasing announcements during the event Arcade 1UP. Uh, they make uh, stand-up gaming consoles uh, that, that look like arcade games uh, that, that have been very popular over these last couple holidays. Nick, uh, they uh, they make a lot of new announcements CES, and even though it will be online later this year, that isn't changing the brand's marketing communication lead, uh, David M- McIntosh uh, teased the news on Twitter, but stopped short of saying what category the systems would be in. He also didn't share the exact date for the news, but we should learn more soon, and that seems like that could be really fun uh, making those. Arcade, uh, standing arcade kind of things, very affordable. Whereas, like I said, we were kids, we dreamed to have one of those in our house. I just wanted an arcade. That's all I ever you can, wanted. You can get it for three hundred fifty bucks, pretty much. I know, at this but now point. I don't have
0: anywhere to go with it. Yeah, you got a you got a small apartment. Nowhere to go. No, I don't. But what I'm saying is, it, it's it's just like I don't have anywhere where I can put like a big stand up kind of video game system. Like I would like if I get if I'm going to do it, I'd like a dedicated room for it. That to me makes the most sense. It yeah. just like being in the corner of my kitchen seems weird. <laughs> right, it does. So. But you can have it all I know. for you if you
1: want. I know, I know. Max Lord style. There and you go. Th- There's Nerd Alert.
0: Morning after with Nick and Big J, will I announce my wish? we coming up. We got ourselves some important stuff. Plus, we will get into the world of We're Going to Hell, headed overseas for today's story. <coughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Ah, yes, and 2020 was an incredibly interesting year. You don't need my help there. But what did we do to help relieve our stress? Turns out we played an ass ton of video games, Big J. Americans definitely embraced the video game in 2020. Superdata is a Nielsen company. and They report 55% of Americans they surveyed say they reported playing some sort of video game during the first phase of the COVID-19 issues in 2020. That could explain why video games and interactive media generated $139 billion last year, a 12% jump from 2019. Free to play games like Fortnite and Call of Duty, Warzone generated 78% of the total game's revenue. But console gaming's ear jumped up more than a quarter as well. Players cited boredom and a desire to avoid the real world as reasons for playing. <laughs> reported uh, to playing games to stay in touch with loved ones because, you know, they're part of their clan or whatever the hell they want to call it and whatever game they're playing, so it helps them play online, right? Yeah. And so, uh, that's part I mean, are you in any of that kind of stuff? Like, do you play with a select group of people or you just play online? No, no, I, I used to, but I don't anymore and, um
1: my, my my daughter, who who now is, owns her own house, we would play Call of Duty together, even, you know, cross-platform-wise. But she hasn't been playing a lot, so can't do that.
0: She gave it up. But you, you, you spend enough time with your daughter where that, like, Call of Duty wasn't the only time you were talking to each other. No, about. that's it. It's the only time. <laughs> yeah, but she lives in another house now, you know? Yes, now no, it's just phone
1: calls. It's uh, not as
0: much fun. I get it. I get it. Uh, congratulations to Bradley Beal. He of Washington Wizards fame. He scored 60 points last night in a 141-136 losing effort uh, by his team to the Philadelphia 76ers. It was his first career 60-point game, and it tied a Wizards franchise record, so congratulations. Trevor Lawrence is headed officially to the NFL, where he will be the number one pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He released a video yesterday on social media. The 21-year-old junior said, that's it, he's done. He had a great career at uh, at Clemson. Came in second for the Heisman Trophy this year, and now he's headed to the NFL draft. And Jacksonville will probably take him number one. You may have an opinion on this, Big J. I have not watched it, so I'll need your expertise. Uh, I know it was under duress, but you did watch Bridgerton, right? Oh on yeah, Netflix? yeah, yeah. Do you know who the Duke of Hastings is in that show? Yes,
1: yes. And you know, I'm like uh, the the only people that are saying this are not Bond fans. They're Bridgerton fans.
0: Well, uh, now officially, uh, what we're talking about, I suppose we should tell the people, is uh, Rajin Page, who is the actor who plays the Duke of Hastings in the Bridgerton, Duke. which is on uh, Netflix, has increased his odds, apparently, to become the next James Bond to 5-1. to one. Now, uh, there's all sorts of weird places you can bet on things like this, and now, with Daniel Craig leaving James Bond, he apparently has entered in as the odds-on favorite to be named the uh, the... 007 super spy. So I don't know who he is. I don't know anything about him. Do you think he would do well?
1: Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's a
0: handsome fella, so... You can see him jumping around. I, I can't sure. imagine there's a lot of action in Bridgerton, but can you see him jumping around and doing a bunch of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. In a well-tailored he's suit? He's got
1: a very nice f- physique, which you get to see a lot of in Bridgerton.
0: Oh, that's so. right. That You were telling me. It's oh, like a man. It is like a just dangerous a liaison. Fest.
1: Okay? I mean, it's softcore porn. There's no doubt about it. That
0: does explain why your wife wanted to watch Yeah.
1: No. It's one of her terrible romance novels in TV form. But it's not good? And she has the audacity to call Cobra Kai all my children for adults. No, she's not wrong there. Either. Yeah. I know.
0: But... We're <laughs> uh, both right. <laughs> yes, you are. You both may be right in this situation. But is it any good? Um... I mean, it's okay. It, it's better than like
1: let's see. It's a period piece, and I, I would I've had I've been forced to watch a couple of episodes for like Downton Abbey.
0: Yeah, I would take Bridgerton over that, any day. Because of the nudity? Yes, specifically. Because listen, as much as we both uh, watched all of Game of Thrones, if we're being honest, the early part of that series is nothing but a bloodfest. Yeah, fest yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. There's some there's some
1: interesting story and stuff that I just didn't know. You know, there's something called a season. And that was uh, back in the day when when it was like the dating time. It was the uh, the time that you would look for uh, for a lady or a gentleman. Yeah, people were in heat back then. Yeah, and the the, uh, the you know your 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 whole point of your family is try to sell your daughter off to the richest dude you can find. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, is it Big J approved? I mean, there are worse things to see. Right. You, if it was the
0: choice between that and Downton Abbey, take Bridgerton. Uh, what if people are just looking for something to watch on Netflix? Watch Cobra Kai. Okay. Uh, but you do say that uh, that this guy looks good naked, so you're okay with him being <laughs> yeah. James Bond. All
1: right. I mean, I didn't see his junk, but. <laughs> Alright, well, then hold on for that, I guess.
0: Okay. Morning After with Nick and Biggie. I Jay. haven't seen
1: Daniel Craig's either, to, to be fair. Uh, that's not what I heard.
0: Us a switch. The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Controversy across the seas, Big J. As we head to Denmark for today's We're Going to Hell Story. Oh, no. Uh, you kind of have a little bit of experience with children's television. Agree or disagree, Big J? Nah, not really. Not a whole lot. No. Uh, but you are familiar with some children's television shows. Blues Clues. Blues Clues is a thing. Uh, I spent the better part of three weeks watching Bubble Guppies and Team Umizumi and Daniel Tiger and Super Why. Pretty much on a loop. These are all things that are very popular here in America. And over in Denmark, there is a new animated series specifically for children aged four to eight years old about John Dillerman, Big J. And this has gotten under some pretty serious scrutiny because. It's a fairly controversial character, this John Dillinger, Big Jake. Hmm. It airs on the Danish equivalent of like BBC or if like a PBS kind of thing here. Right. It is like the the official kind of like free over the air network for Public everybody. television. Exactly. And uh, it has ins- provoked a little bit of a debate about what good ch- good children's television should and should not contain because. John Dillerman is a animated character that has uh, extraordinary male genitalia. just what they need. So extraordinary, in fact, that it can perform rescue operations, etch murals, hoist a flag, even steal ice cream from children with his junk. And it premiered on Saturday over the. Like in a Denver. tentacle? It's it's it... <laughs> like an eye. It looks almost like uh, like the equivalent of like a, a hose, like a, like a garden hose coming out. Wow. It's, it's very, very long. It's also like red and white striped, like a, like a barber's pole. It's got a, trousers, a trouser hose. Yeah, exactly. And it premiered officially on Saturday, and it, it's basically the idea of a man who can't control his own gigantic junk, and it gets him into trouble. Like, you know, the premiere episode, he uses it to pour gasoline on his grill... And then light the grill, and then of course his his junk starts on fire as well, and he runs around, and that's one of the jokes in the show. That's weird jokes, man. And uh, and so it, it, it premiered on, on Danish TV this weekend, and some people are for it, and some people are very much against it. Because I mean, listen, it's it's tough. Uh, although we understand that that European and TV in foreign countries is much much different than the United States as it is. They, they don't have the scruples that we have about some things. And so, you know, you will find nudity a little bit more prevalent in some particular countries. But when you're putting together a show specifically for four-year-olds, to eight-year-olds, for it to focus so much on, on male genitalia seems weird, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a bit far. It's a bit far. Right. And so uh, there's a lot of people that are upset about it, but there's some defenders for it as well. And people that are defending it say the show, it's not about, you know sex in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't look human in any way, shape, or form. It's just a gentleman that gets himself into interesting, funny, peculiar situations with his junk. And that's the joke. Not necessarily bringing attention to junk or glorifying it or anything like that, uh, which would make it very strange. Uh, even more strange than it already is. But also, the biggest offense that they have over at Denmark is little kids love crude humor. They love fart jokes, yeah. and they love... That kind and of your stuff. kids, for example. <laughs> they do love crew humor.
1: Introduce you to Rick and Morty, that after being all.
0: That being said, I I don't think I'd watch let <clears throat> my kids watch this show.
1: No, they'd yeah. watch it behind your back. You're probably right.
0: <laughs> and so, <laughs> uh, in case you're curious, Big Jay, Dillerman does translate into Penis Man over there in Denmark. Oh. And so, it, it is, uh, it's not even thinly veiled in its description as to what the show is for children. But uh, there's an opportunity for that to be happening, and and they do want adults to keep an eye on it, that kind of thing. So television is a little bit different for kids over in other countries, and apparently people are into it. So get ready. The Dillerman movie, I'm sure, is coming soon. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the (coughs) X-Roy- stained and mud shovel here on the morning after with Nick and Big J and I guess it never ceases to amaze me how much uh, no matter how much we know about things or how much we feel like things have always been one way, history continues to repeat itself and specifically when it comes to things that we consider to be, I don't know, I guess just another object today but uh, back in the day it was new, foreign and we hated everything about it and uh, that happens to be uh, the, the shopping cart, Big J did you know that in the 1930s when the shopping cart was invented, it was met with protests and violence and people hated everything about it? Protests? Yes. So The uh, shopping cart. Yes. I'll take you back to the 1930s, right? Yeah. And so this was before refrigerators were ready avail- readily available to everybody. And so everybody had something called an icebox. And that right. basically was a fairly small, almost cooler-sized thing. And that is what you stored your, uh, your shopping goods in. And so when people would go to the store back Back in the 30s and before that time, all that was available were like basically the equivalent of the baskets that we have
1: today. Yeah, because you wouldn't have and you were to
0: put all the stuff that you got in the shopping cart. Food doesn't keep as long as it does now. Preservatives weren't a thing. And so you would basically go to the store every day or every other day and pick up what you needed for the store that day. And so wire baskets were a thing. But then refrigerators came and suddenly became a little bit more affordable and were in pretty much every home in the 30s. And so people had a lot more availability to refrigeration and food was able to keep longer. And so markets were having issues with people not having enough room in their baskets gets forever they needed and after trying a bunch of different complicated solutions sylvian goldman was the uh, grocer that came up with something he called the shopping trolley that people would take into the store and fill up with stuff and it pissed people off why would you think it pissed people off uh
1: i think because it would be for rich people
0: well, that's what the the uh, a lot of people thought. They thought that the the evil grocery store conglomerate were uh, trying to squeeze more money out of the working man and woman. And uh, and they wanted you to spend more money, and so that's why they gave you the shopping cart, so that you felt compelled in a social situation to fill that up and maybe Tear spend more to money buy groceries. than you actually had or that you could afford, so that you didn't walk into a store and look like you were just walking around with one of those wire baskets. So it made people feel self-conscious, upset, and at the end of the day, they ended up trashing some of these things. Uh, in the middle of the night, they would break into the grocery store and uh, make them missing or. throw them out into like rivers and stuff. It was pretty intense. Uh, And so uh, I was reading this article yesterday. I was like, I cannot believe this is how we reacted to shopping carts. Like we took them personally for some reason. Uh, But again, it it is strange how we react to some things. And now what is considered to be perfectly normal and absolutely no, uh, I guess, any kind of indication of how we're doing in a social standing, the shopping cart, how full your cart is no longer matters. I'm not sure it ever did. But at least that's what people thought. And so even back in the 30s, Big J, shopping carts pissed us off. So we shouldn't be surprised that we get pissed off about stuff in today's day and age. Yeah, no cars. kidding. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Some important Stupid stuff. shopping carts. is. I hate them now. Coming up in a few minutes, plus your pop culture smackdown. <laughs> On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, I know you don't have one yet, but when you finally have a little Big J baby that you are spending time with. Little Big J Jr. comes into the world. I'm going be a grandkid. I don't know about that. No, I'm there's not still, having a junior. There's still time left. Nope. And if you do, uh, you will find that uh, one of the things they talk about right when that baby pops out is you should, it should have some skin-to-skin contact with mom and dad. You know, it helps boost their heart rate. It helps them feel a little bit better. It helps them form a bond early on with the parents and Swedish researchers found that babies delivered will have a higher and more stable heart rate if they're laid on their dad's bare chest compared to being held or placed in a cot this echoes previous findings that show various benefits from skin-to-skin contact between parents and newborn children however in many countries babies that come into the world are placed into uh, neonatal units while their mothers recover right away so the study author is trying to, you know, help make this a little bit more prevalent in other countries. In the United States, it's pretty common knowledge. Like, they, they hand you that baby right away, as long as the baby comes out healthy and happy. You understand? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and they clean it off, and then they, they're like, here, hold the baby for a little bit. And you do. And it's a, uh, it's a life-defining experience is the only way that I can, uh, I can describe it to those of you that, that haven't had it. It's, uh, it's an eye-opening one as well. And so now you can understand with a little bit of science backing up why they're like, hey, do me a favor, Dad, take off your shirt. It's not because they want to see you topless, you understand? Right. Skin-to-skin contact. It only
1: takes a couple years to undo that bond <laughs> for a lot of those fathers. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> if they're there when they, the baby comes in. Hey, uh, BSU men's basketball team, a uh, nice win over Air Force last night, 78-59. to 59. Maybe now the team can start getting some uh, top 25 votes as the Broncos improved to 9-1 on the season and are back to blowing teams out, which is always very nice. Uh, this is a good team, man. They have an opportunity to be pretty special, I feel like. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying that. And so it's nice to see them uh, take care of business at home last night and improve to 9-1 and one on the season. Markel Fultz, the former number one pick in the NBA draft, now a member of the Orlando Magic, is done for the year. He tore his ACL. In his left knee during last night's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, he was slowly but surely rebuilding his reputation and his name after kind of busting out in Philadelphia. Since he got traded to the Magic, he's been pretty damn good, all things considered. And so now he's going to have to start from scratch again, and not until 2022 at that. Big J, uh, one of the big things we've been talking about over the last couple of uh, weeks is the streaming channels and networks and the opportunity to get them. And one company that has cashed in during the pandemic is Roku. Roku. Uh, They have reached 51.2 million active accounts by the end of last year. That is up from 36 million in 2019 and just 13 million back in 2018. Uh, And so the CEO, Anthony Wood, has said that uh, he's happy that more than 50 million households now turn to Roku for their TV viewing. And as the world continues to stream more, they need an access point or a hub to get to a whole bunch of streaming networks, and that's exactly what Roku provides. And uh, I-, I am a Roku guy. I've got several Roku televisions in in my house. I know you are as well, right?
1: Yeah, I've got uh, I've got the Roku. There you go.
0: So uh, it's been a good thing since uh, we cut the cord at the uh, the house, and so uh, I encourage you to check it out, and especially now that HBO Max is a part of it. There's really nothing on there that, that I can think of that you don't have access to if you don't want it, right? Great. Right. Is there anything that I'm missing? No, I don't think so. Peacock's no. on there too, right? I don't have it, but I, well, I've never looked it up. That I believe it's it's on there as well. Think, so. uh, HBO Max for me was the one I was waiting for. Right. So, morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> On the morning after, with Nick and Big J. Yeah,
1: and we've got a heck of a prize here for you, our friends at Avatar, are throwing one heck of a streaming concert event. It's going to be actually through four different uh, concerts, starting off with Dreams, which is this uh, Saturday, I believe, yeah, the Uh We want to get you lined up with a ticket for that to see it. But before you get there, you got to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown.
0: Now's the time for you to get on the phone if you'd like to play 208-287-1003. You must defeat Big J and Pop Culture Smackdown in order to claim the prize. I predict you will go on a run today. We will see. how far Yeah, we'll you see can.
1: about that. He predicted that as well before. Hello, Sometimes The X. That isn't the case.
0: What's up? How you doing, man? What's your name? It's Dustin. All right, Dustin, you're up first. Dustin, what fast food chain's long-running ad campaign features cows with signs that say, eat more chicken? Chick-fil-A. Right. Correct. Big J, what food brand has a cute little mascot named Poppin' Fresh? Uh Rice Krispies? Oh my god. Wrong. Right. Pop snap crackle pop! No. Yeah, but is his name Popin' Fresh?
1: Okay, I don't know. I figured that would be his name. You see where my There's logic? is. There's three of them,
0: you see. In in the Rice Krispies, okay. though. Not one singular mascot.
1: You you went to cereal, and for some reason, it's not. You no, I that- didn't.
0: I did not go oh. to. You went to cereal. Oh, okay. This is a food brand. It has actually nothing to do with cereal. Oh, what? Say the question again. What food brand has a cute little mascot named Poppin' Fresh? Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Dustin, do you know? The Jiffy Pop? No. Wrong. It. The Pillsbury Doughboy. Right. Poppin' Fresh. Yeah poppin' fresh, the Pillsbury
1: Doughboy. I mean, it makes sense now that you say it, because you gotta pop the can open. Is that how he gets that? (laughs) Yeah, I would imagine. Okay. But yeah. I mean, it's not a false flag, Nick. I'm not trying to make it look like you were wrong about my run. I'm just dumb. (laughs) I
0: just I mean, we've referenced the Pillsbury Doughboy several times. If you
1: said, uh, what's the noise he makes? Hee hee! I would say yeah, the Pillsbury... Would you have gotten that? Yeah. I don't know. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it. That, that's your pop culture I just factor. wanted Dustin to have a chance to watch some Avatar. We got ourselves some headlines
0: next in the X Rock. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows Big J, pardon me, Karma Bro, and Nightmare Fuel. Pardon me. Seems like this is quite the stroke of bad luck, but a 35 year old man from Altoona, Pennsylvania allegedly walked into an apartment on Broad Avenue on Monday night mumbled something incoherently to a resident there and then sat down on the dude's couch and passed out. Police say Matthew Hazlitt, the resident, doesn't know how or why somebody walked into his apartment and uh, it's not very interesting because uh, he tried to wake the guy up a bunch of times and that didn't work either. They wake up, but he's dead. The apartment owner uh, did ask police to come out and uh, when they showed up, they found 15 baggies of meth inside the pockets of the guy that sat down on the couch. And uh, that is probably what they're guessing played a small factor in making some rando walk into a apartment and sit down. That being said, you know, uh, you always lock your door in apartment
1: settings, don't you? You would think. I mean, like, uh, you know, you're a little whack to not do
0: it in a house, but...
1: But an apartment, you know, I mean, especially when they all look the same. Somebody can really make a mistake and go into the wrong apartment.
0: Right. I mean, I always lock my door, so that's just the way that I have to, that, that I have handled things, regardless of a house or, or an apartment. But I can't fathom, like, just having, unless I'm, you know, doing groceries or something, that my door would ever be unlocked to, to the apartment that I have.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you, don't, if you don't lock your apartment door and set up your booby traps, you haven't watched John Wick. That's the other part. Booby traps. Nobody's got booby
0: traps in any of these stories. Karma bro or Nightmare Fuel? <laughs> nightmare Fuel. A 14-year-old skier who was left dangling from a chairlift in New York State was safely returned to solid ground when ski member uh, patrol members caught her in a safety trap. The video recorded safety trap. I read it as trap, it's actually tarp. Oh, okay. A video recorded at the Bristol Mountain Ski Resort shows the girl dangling by her jacket from the chairlift high over the ground. Ski patrol members held a safety tarp under the girl, breaking her fall when she came free of her coat. The girl's sister said the 14-year-old was not injured in the accident incident, thank goodness. Witnesses said the girl was dangling for about two minutes before the rescue happened. Daniel Fuller, the general manager of the resort, said an internal investigation will be conducted into the incident. But that's like a full-on ski nightmare for me. Yeah,
1: well, I I like safety trap better. Like the ski patrol setting up a trap. You're going to go out of bounds, skier? Let's see.
0: Yes, it would have been better if it was like a Like, from,
1: from Ski Patrol or, or any of those, you know, Aspen... The softcore porn Yeah, movie?
0: yeah. <laughs> of course, I don't ski think any. Ski Patrol 6. I don't think anybody's seen Ski Patrol, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was nothing like this at all. Oh, man. Wrap it up with karma, bro. A man in Ontario, Canada is facing charges after he was caught allegedly stealing a package from a home on Monday. And then he got stuck in the snow as he was trying to flee the scene. Good. A video of the this incident was uh, shared to Reddit on Tuesday, and it shows the 33-year-old suspect trying to flee with a package before the homeowner swings open their front door and declares, yeah, it's done, you're done, as the man hops into his car and backs up into his snowbank before getting stuck. Police eventually did arrive and arrest the man who faces multiple charges, who smartly probably didn't des- decided not to flee his truck on foot after it got stuck. That's one of those things where you just chalk it up as a loss, right? Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, I'm sure the truck is registered to you. I mean, you're just delaying the inevitable. Unless you want to go on the run for stealing. I mean, you
1: immediately need to explode that thing. Get out of there. So there's no
0: evidence. <laughs> That's
1: right.
0: Yeah, I mean, who knows? You probably took some guy's kitty litter off of his stoop. And why not explode your $35,000 truck uh, as a sacrifice because you got caught? Don't steal. Other people go, stop. And none of this would happen. for crying out loud. There's your headlines. You're up to date officially on everything. I prevail every time you leave here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3. The X rocks and Big J. We're all getting old. And even when we're not old, we still feel old. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. uh, Big time. And it's saying now uh, that 30 is the new 60, man, because a survey found that 64 percent of uh, Americans between the ages of 25 and 45
0: feel physically older than their real age at what point did you feel like, you know, I I feel old at this point. I'm 43 years old and I have the aches and pains that that everybody says you start to get as you get older. We've had to go to the doctor because of issues that we've had and I, I don't think it was 30 that I turned that corner but at some point... I know, like my body started to go f u to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And do you remember when that? Because I mean, when I first met, we were in our 30s. You were doing splits and running around. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I (laughs) was probably 38,
1: you know, somewhere in there. And then, and then, certainly 40. I mean, I I realize I can't do basic exercise without injuring myself. And trying to explain this to my doctor, I have a doctor's appointment today, and and I'm going to be like, "Listen, I can start doing some exercise besides uh, walking. I'm going to die." Okay, it's going to be premature death and it's on your hands, Doc, because I can't, you know, I can't, you know, lift up a a tree branch off of my uh, awning uh, and not, you know, break my neck. Right. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely uh, feeling older, and uh, no thanks to like all our uh, wellness stuff. There used to be a calculator to, like it calculates your age, mine yeah, would no. always be like 80. Yeah, that's not. A, it wasn't
0: a good ego boost. <laughs> so, the the wellness calculator. That we
1: have. Uh, what makes people feel so old? Well, uh, aches and pains, obviously. And according to the survey, these are the top aches and pains. Number five, the legs. Check. So knees. You know, I mean, I don't have that problem, thank God. Uh, number 40, or I'm sorry, oh. number four at 40 percent, the head. Okay. So I don't quite know what that is. but uh, Headaches, maybe yeah. migraines. And number three, I mean the back at 50%. So, yeah, I've got lots of back problems. Number two is joints, uh, 51%. And uh, number one, at 54%, you're junk. <laughs> Everybody's junk. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, no, Uh, the neck. And mine is is a mess. Uh, sure. I, I'm very concerned
0: about my neck. A couple and, of surgeries you've had?
1: Yeah, well, I've got some... Uh, I've got a plate and some screws in there and there's, you know, I think there's something hinky in there and that's just, uh, you know, I need to probably get some some uh, imaging done and, and see what they can do about that. But yeah, uh, no doubt people are feeling uh, a lot older than they should be.
0: And, you know, obviously that that makes sense too with all this crap going on. Sometimes it makes you feel, it'll give you the headaches, it'll give you the stress, the anxiety, the the aches and pains. That will lead to all this kind of stuff, which certainly doesn't help in that situation but i don't remember at 30 feeling like i was an old man
1: yeah i've still had a a, a veil of uh you know invincibility invinci- yeah invincibility felt that way i remember you always
0: telling me that I'm I, will invincible! Ne- I will never be hurt and then at some point we both turned a corner and we're like god everything Whoa. hurts what happened i didn't want to get out of bed yeah
1: i make dinner and i'm sore the next
0: day I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll give you another chance with some Avatar stuff from us. Coming up next, it's the X-Rocks.
1: Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X.
0: Yeah, we got a,
1: uh, a ticket here for you to check out an awesome uh, live stream from the band Avatar. Uh, they're kicking off uh, their four, a series of four uh, streaming events on January 9th. That's this Saturday. We'll get you squared away. You just need to figure out bad impressions here this morning
0: number is as follows 208-287-1003 big j has got three clues they all revolve around somebody pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less you avatar saturday night not a bad place to be let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant good morning the x morning morning man what's your name mike all right mike you're up first good luck
1: No, I would never really suggest stealing the Constitution of the United States, but it made for a great national treasure movie, which I starred in.
0: Uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah! One and done. Well done, Mike. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Barbara Clues, two and three for five. I was going to be Kevin
1: Smith's Superman, even half balding. True. And I have a new show on Netflix where I teach
0: you about the naughty words. I was going to be Tim Burton Superman, but still. Uh, Why is Nicolas Cage in the news? Uh, He is uh, celebrating a birthday today. Happy
1: birthday. How old do you think uh, Mr. Cage is? Is he in a 60? I'll say 58. It's 57, so okay. you're really close. And then uh, he's got that history of swear words on Netflix. Haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but uh, I just saw the trailer. It looks pretty dang funny.
0: It's going to be great. And uh, while he's not like the uh, everywhere in the uh, the show, it's a lot of different people. He's hosting it and kind of bookending it, which is great. And you get to see Nick Cage go nuts and say a bunch of swear words. Never a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, didn't I see they were working on National Treasure 3, too? Uh well they have been. I mean
1: we'll see where that goes now. I mean, that whole plot probably just got busted.
0: So there's no more national treasures. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the <laughs> X-Rock. ACDC Shot in the Dark is going to wrap up this Thursday edition of the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Thanks for waking up early and hanging out with us. We certainly appreciate it. Had a chance to talk a little video games this morning, which is always yeah. good. Had a nerd alert for you. We also talked a little bit about, uh, a lot about junk today. Yeah. In uh, multiple different ways. But mostly about a uh, brand new show in uh, Denmark that revolves around a man's uh, elastic junk that does a bunch of different things for him and gets him into a bunch of trouble. And it's for kids. It seems off-putting. Wrong. At the very (laughs) least. But uh, what are you going to do? At least uh, you can avoid it if you want to here in the States. It's not on here just yet. I'm sure it'll make its way here via Netflix or something, but it isn't here yet. Of course, uh, this leaves you with the floor, Big Jay. What's going on?
1: Yeah, hey, we can look forward to this in 2021. Uh, vegan Hidden Valley Ranch. Both uh, uh, gluten-free and, and regular. What? Uh, so nut-based, and, and then uh, you've got soy-based. Okay, I was going to say, I mean, is it the milk that makes the ranch non-vegan? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you use the, uh, yeah, the, the soy version, I mean, that's how they replace the milk. Right, right. And, and the uh, the nut version, obviously,
0: the same way. But uh, any interest in that? You're the no, range fan. No,
1: I, no, I'm not. No, not because I don't think it would taste good. It's just, you know, the whole point of, of for being vegan in some respects is to uh, to reduce the amount of processing that goes into your food. Uh, and I'm just like, mm, that's something I'm buying on a shelf. It's pretty processed. So,
0: uh, you'll hard pass on the vegan. You'll just get the regular ranch.
1: Just the regular, good old processed ranch. I mean, like, why? Why go the other way if I want the. I don't even like Hidden Valley.
0: Sorry. My God. Aren't they like the ranch purveyors of the world? Yeah, that doesn't mean it's good. Uh, And listen, I'm not going to argue with you, I hate ranch. So, uh, none of that for you in 2021, but it's coming soon to a shelf near you. For everybody else out there. Tomorrow on the show, last chance at the uh, Avatar concert that's streaming on Saturday. That's going to happen. Big J will have a life lesson for you as we head into the weekend as well. That will be fun. You guys have a good one. We'll see you on Friday. CX Rock. (laughs)